really staying settled in oneness and unconditional love within your being and having the capacity at the same time to view what's happening in the world without having to attach to the emotional vibrations that it pulls into your body, really staying in the oneness energy, processing, taking action where we need to take action, but from that place of oneness. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy, and in this episode, I am sitting down with Julie Jancis. Julie is the angel medium, and I am so excited for you to hear our conversation today. Julie is helping us to understand how to deeply connect with the angels, with our spirit team, our spirit guides, the support that we have available to us. She's got some beautiful messages from the angels for us and offers so many perspective shifts and tools to connect deeper with the angels around you and your spirit team. Julie also talks about how to step into oneness, the energy that is calling us forward in 2023, and the general message that the universe and the angels have for us right now. Make sure to check the links in the show notes to connect with Julie, to find her on Instagram, to join her community, to order her book, because I know you're going to want to soak up everything she has to say and more. So without further ado, let's welcome Julie, the angel medium onto the show. Hello, Julie. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. How you doing? Oh, I'm so good, Talia. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited for everything we're going to dive into. Connecting with our spirit team and connecting with the angels. It's such a big part of my life. And I just love, I can't wait to hear your perspective and everything you're going to share. I'm so excited. Thank you. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself personally, like where you are from and, and a little bit about your business too? Yeah. So I'm in the Chicagoland area. We're in the suburbs and uh, I'm mama to a little girl. Um, We live in like the best town, Wheaton, Illinois. It's just got so much for kids around here. Um, My business is all regarding spiritual healing. So um, my podcast, Angels and Awakening, really talks about angels and how they help you to awaken through your spiritual journey. Um, And what I do is twofold. I help people with that awakening process. And then I also have a school, my angel Reiki school, where there's so many different gifts that we all have, right? And what spirit wants from so many of us healers right now is to develop all of those gifts that we have within us and fuse them into one business because as we do, you're really serving then the souls. Um, One of the angels shows me that over your shoulder, you can see the number of souls that you're here to connect with in this lifetime. And what they say is when you're on your path doing what God is calling you to do, God, universe, source, then those who you're here to connect with in this lifetime can be on their path as well. So it's not about being someone that you admire. It's about really honing into your own personal gifts because when you're fusing those together, wow, like there's no limit to what God, universe, source can do in your life and the magic miracles that they can create. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was said so beautifully. And it kind of ripples out the truth about being our whole authentic self, you know, in the physical, just being you, the fact that you're meant to be you and the journey of, you know, healing and unlearning the things that we've learned to make us not do that, but coming back to who you really are and shining from that place translates out into sinking into your gifts and shining into all the different or, you know, sinking into all the different gifts you have to use them in your own life and for others. And I love the way that you said that, you know, activating, utilizing all of our gifts. So what does that look like for people that you see if someone's listening, they're like, what do you mean gifts? What do you mean? (laughs) What does that mean to you? Well, this stemmed from, I think when I was getting started, even, um, 
back in 2015, I was going to some bigger conferences, right, on mediumship development or angel messaging. And a lot of people um, who've been in the industry for a long time, I, I kept seeing the same message come up, right? Which was stay in your lane. Like if you're mediumship, stay in your lane. If you're hypnotherapy, stay in your lane. <laughs> Counseling, therapy, across the board, if you're working with angels, just work with angels. And the angel said, that's a man-made concept. Like that's not what we need of people. We need you to be a counselor and to, I'm not a counselor, but they say this to counselors, be a counselor. But if you're also intuitive, develop that intuitive gift so that you can use it in your counseling. Because um, as I've gotten to work with thousands of clients, neurosurgeons, you know, doctors, therapists, they're all doing the same thing. Even if you're in marketing or you're an accountant, there's an element of your intuition that's coming in. And when you start to look at fusing all of your gifts together, you don't have to stay in your lane. We're not supposed to stay in our lane. That's such a man-made concept that's really throwing people off and throwing off the progress that we need to make here in earth school, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it really comes back to choosing to develop all your gifts, fusing them together, um, because that's where you are most truly authentically yourself. Mm, yeah, definitely. I love helping clients that aren't, they don't know themselves to be intuitive. And when mm -hmm. they realize I've been using intuition the whole time, you know, and I have <laughs> a client that's a nutrition coach that uses her intuition and a therapist, as you mentioned, that when we first started talking about, it, I'm like, you're using your intuition all the time. She's like, well, no, I'm kind of going through the process that they teach us. And I'm like, no, but what guides you to lean into this a little bit or to ease off a little bit or to give a moment of quiet for them to just process like that's the inner guide that yeah. is an intuitive process. And do I come out then and say, and I'm an, I'm an intuitive therapist. Well, you can, but you're also just knowing you're using it all the time. And that's part of why you're good and why, you know, why you're good at what you do and, and why you love what you do. Um, yeah, you're so right. We have this within us and no matter what you're doing, I love the examples you say, people wouldn't think marketing's intuitive, but yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. And you know, even accountants, a good accountant can show a business where they're going right, where they're going wrong, what they can do to really reach more people. And, and that's intuitive as well. I mean, you can pull intuition into numbers. You can pull intuition into everything in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always teach it like it's a flow that moves through you mm -hmm. and either you're outside of the flow kind of controlling and pushing and not even that someone's a control freak, but it's like, that's what we've been taught. Like if you want something, you go out, you do it yourself. So you're either pushing along what you think needs to happen, or you're at home kind of in that flow. And that is brought into parenting. It's brought into anything that you're doing um, professional or otherwise. And yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. So I'm really curious, what led you to angels and to spirit team and that whole realm? Was that something you've always been interested in or had sort of that ability since you were younger or, you know, how did that come about in your business or I guess in yourself first? <laughs> yeah. So I think most people who are intuitives, mediums, working with angels, um, you don't know what you don't know, right? So until you really develop the gift, a lot of us go around thinking that everybody has this communication or everyone sees and experiences the world this way. But once you kind of step into it, you realize that we all have these different gifts and we don't all experience the world the same way. So this wasn't something that I was like setting out to do like, okay, I'm going to leave my corporate gig and just go become an angel medium. Um, what happened was I had a really kind of turbulent relationship with my dad. 
he had um, cheated on my mom. I had catched, caught him cheating on my mom a couple of times growing up. And we tried to reconnect. I really loved him, you know, at his core, his soul self. He was so philosophical. And we'd have the best deep spiritual conversations. Um, but like on a moral level, I held a different kind of ground in order to protect my mom, very young. And he passed away when I was 33 years old, but no one called to let us know because I hadn't been talking to him. I was on his first, from his first marriage. He was on his third marriage at the time that he passed. Um, his third wife just thought that I was a bad kid or something to that effect because she didn't even reach out to let us know that he had passed. Um, my siblings and I. So, August 5th of 2015, I'm brushing my daughter's hair before she's going to school. And I hear this voice, just like your own internal dialogue within you. And it goes, she needs a hairbrush like I used. All right. That's a little weird. Why did the set like sentence come out that way within my mind? What was the sentence talking about? The voice? Because I can only remember using this big old paddle brush that I was using on my daughter's hair at that time. That voice and that statement, she needs a hairbrush like I used, repeated over and over and over again until my consciousness kind of split. And I, I remember having a secondary thought thinking, this isn't me. And then it was, oh my God, I'm going crazy. I can't tell my mom this. I can't tell my husband this. They're going to think I'm absolutely nuts. I don't want them to lock me up. And so I just kept it to myself until a month later um, when my sister called me at work and she said, dad's passed away. And out of my mind's eye, I immediately saw my dad brushing my hair as a little girl. And I don't know if anybody's watching this, but um, I'm showing a hairbrush here. He had used his entire life, this wooden handle brush with boars like bristles, um, brush on my hair. And so that phrase, it all came together. It all made sense. She needs a hairbrush like I used. I started hearing that the day that he passed away, mm -hmm. it was him coming through. So that led me to study with other spiritual teachers. And the very first time that I was working on a volunteer, um, the way that I see the other side is if I'm connecting with you, Talia, and um, right behind you, so around your head in a U shape or rainbow shape, is all of your spirit team. So angels, loved ones on the other side, and you can identify who's there, and then they'll start to come forward one by one with different messages that they have for you. And that's how I work with people still to this day. It happened in the very first session and I've worked with angels over the years and loved ones on the other side to learn how to um, deliver their messages of guidance, of love, of support. Mm, wow. That is really such a cool story. Also, it, as soon as you said that, I saw um, I'm clairaudient and clairvoyant as well, especially with, um, like angels and ancestors and things or loved ones. And I just saw that, like, as soon as he passed, he kind of rushed to be able to be by your side because while he was here, he wasn't, but as soon as you go, you have that different perspective and no resistance and no stories. And it's almost like he passed and then was with you to kind of be that support and, you know, help you with hairbrushing of all things, which is <laughs> kind of the trivial everyday stuff though as a parent, that if there was something that brought you away from your children's life, whether it was your own struggle or physical circumstances, those are the things you'd almost miss and long for is like those moments of brushing hair and those moments of, you know, things. So it almost makes sense to me that as a spirit, 
you know, just to come in and be part of your life when he passed, that just is, is beautiful as well. But what a journey, um, that is, that's amazing. And I definitely hear you with the clear audience, how you can just hear a sentence that somewhat sounds like your inner dialogue, but the best way I describe it is like the sentence doesn't sort of match my natural thoughts. It wasn't like the natural progression of, Oh, I got to get tomatoes to make that soup. And then they're coming on Thursday. It's like a, it's a different thing that kind of just lands and you're like, Whoa, that was really wise, or that was really weird, or that was really random. Um, that's, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 that is really amazing. So for everybody listening, um, what is a team, spiritual team look like to you? Not even so much physically, but does everybody, you know, if people want to know, does everybody have a team and is it all their ancestors? What if there's been close friends that have passed away? Like how on the other side is your best understanding about who chooses to kind of be on your light team or whatever you would call that? So there's a couple of different elements that you have to break out to understand this and then like put them back together. And one piece of that is that the soul is omnipresent, just like God universe source is. So a part of your soul is here having this human incarnation right at this moment. But another part of your soul is on the other side right now, your higher self that's um, still with every loved one in heaven that you've ever known in any past life. So kind of take that, set it to the side for a second. And then I want you to think about a sheet of paper, right? That has just all these lines going across for you to write on. But what if you thought about the sheet of paper as all of your lifetimes? And if you had a sheet of paper with a hundred lines or a thousand lines going across, these are all of your lifetimes. If there's no time on the other side, then really looking at this sheet of paper is what it is like to go through those lifetimes when there is no time, right? So it's all happening at once, even though our brains here and now, that's really hard for the brain to conceive of. If everything's happening all at once and you have lived thousands of lifetimes, we each have so many souls that we've brought through as children, so many souls that we've lived as mom, you know, and daughter, so many souls that we've had as father or cousins. And the spirit team itself is much, much larger than people think um, it is your soul family, right? Because you've lived so many different lifetimes and there's lots of souls that you know your consciousness is though really only here in this earth lifetime. And so those who come through from your spirit team, who can be on the spirit team, all of those souls from every past life. I think a lot of times what happens is people think of guides as these souls are coming through in readings that they don't remember from past lives. But when people come through as guides, they've always had a past life with you. Um, you could have your grandparents, your great-grandparents, people that you knew of here in this lifetime come through as well. And then angels. It's, it's all on purpose what the spirit team is and represents because each being on your spirit team has a different role, has a different purpose, has different signs that they're bringing through to you here and now. Um, so finding out who is on your spirit team, what their role is, can be really helpful in your day to day. So I wrote a book on this. It's called Angels and Awakening, and it walks you through how to figure out who exactly is on your spirit team. By the end, you go, okay, I'm going back into daily life. I know that when I see two cardinals coming through, it is grandpa um, sorry, dad and grandma from the other side. And when I hear this specific song on the radio, that's grandpa coming through. Mm -hmm. And when I see the rainbow, that's Archangel Raziel. And when I know I'm really struggling with my thoughts, that's our Archangel Michael who's working with me. And, and it helps you to direct this system of working with all of these beings on the other side who are there to love you, guide you, support you, direct you. When you're working with them, 
in this way, it makes life easier. They're bringing through messages. You're getting more of those messages. And life becomes more seamless in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I love talking about this stuff because everything Yay. in me is just like little fireworks of like, yes, I just love this stuff so much. Um, and it's so magical. I think that's what the fireworks are. Is it's just that magic of like, oh, this lifetime, even when you know this stuff, there's so much more to dive into and more support to have and things to notice. And I just, I love it. It's so fun. Um, thank you for the way that you describe that with all the past lives. That's actually something that I have never really thought of as far as mm-hmm. all of those interactions and karmic connections and soul connections from previous lifetimes. And with my abilities, I'm, I feel like I need to learn a bit more about them because when I hear this stuff, I'm like, Oh, that makes sense as to why sometimes a guide can come through that is very distinct in energy. And I may never hear from them again while I work with a client and they'll be like, well, who was that? And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Like sometimes they tell me, or they give me more information, but other times it's like, seems very random. And I'm like, Oh, that's now because there's so many of them. And I do really see that as well, that they come forward with certain abilities and tasks and things that they're kind of good at like, Oh, I'll help her find the dream home or, you know, work through this healing or, you know, these different key members of our team. I just love the way you describe that. That's so beautiful. So you said that all of them have been human with you before what about angels though? Cause my impression is that there there's angels that weren't ever human. Um, can you talk about that or maybe that's totally not accurate? Oh yeah. No, thanks for clarifying. No, I just meant any like loved ones or guides that come mm-hmm. through from the other side. I always see them as having had a lifetime with you, but you're absolutely correct. Angels have never had lifetimes here. Um, they'll come in in different ways, shapes and forms. Sometimes an angel will come in um, looking like somebody uh, physically present here, but only for a moment to help in a situation. Um, I call those angel stories. Mm. Like when a physical person, you have an interaction with a person um, that was an angel popping in, but they don't live as that person full time. It just came in for your experience to help you. It's almost like they can um, shape shift. <laughs> Kind of almost uh, in a way where they come in and through your eyes, you can see them. Maybe even nobody else around can see them, but they present to you as a human being for that moment in order to really get across what they need to get across. Mm. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. There's been circumstances in my life where someone random talks to me or says something that I kind of go like, like it hits me different. It, it sticks Mm -hmm. out to me and they kind of come out of nowhere and it'll often be elderly people that almost have like some sort of sage advice, but it's just this momentary passing, um, where we pass each other, these little words exchange that I kind of go like, that was different. And it's intriguing to think about those times that could potentially be angels coming here to help you. Oh, hundred percent. So we tell angel stories every week on the podcast, every Thursday. And there have been so many instances where people say, you know, I was in a really, really bad position. And all of a sudden this man showed up out of nowhere and he helped guide me through it. And then all of a sudden, like I turned around and there wasn't time for him to be able to leave or disappear. And then he was gone. Like he just wasn't there. Um, and there are reports from multiple people where two people will say that they saw the exact same thing manifest and show up and happen and they experienced it. And again, there was no time. They were in a larger setting for that person to disappear like that. But then they turned around and this person was gone. Um, so it's, it's very fun to hear just hundreds of stories that pour in. And if people have angel stories that they want to share on the show too, please um, let us know because we're always looking for new ones. Yeah, that's beautiful. 
I had a circumstance where I was on a road trip. It was this big healing road trip. I was going back to all these places. I had lived my old elementary school where I was first bullied and all these different homes and these really sort of traumatic places and all these different things. And my car broke down as I was supposed to be heading to where I was born and my childhood school and all this. And I, it was a Sunday, there was nothing open. My first reaction, which I really noticed how far I'd come in, you know, all my work and all of that. My first reaction was send me an angel, please help me send me an angel. I need it. And there ended up being three that came, but the first man that came, he's like, do you need help? And he was so kind and, you know, not trying to be not politically correct or anything, but in this time, sometimes if there's a woman stranded by the side of the road and some guy comes along and, you know, you just want to be on, you want to be cautious just to make sure that you're not putting yourself in an unsafe position. Everything in me was like, you can trust him. I heard that voice. You can trust, you can trust, allow him to help. And he's like, I just live here. I'll go get you apart and came back. And I had this overwhelming feeling of thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I think of those moments, like what you're saying, he didn't disappear out of nowhere, but once it was done, I just looked at how I was in desperation and sadness and feeling alone and stranded and abandoned and all this stuff coming up. And then this beautiful angel energy came in and helped me and showed me I wasn't alone and showed me that it's going to be okay. And it was this moment where I've thought about it many times after. And I'm like, because it was three people that actually ended up coming to help. But especially that first person, I was like, that was something different about that man. It was just, there was something there. I felt safe. I felt taken care of. I felt appreciative. It was just beautiful. And sometimes I wonder <laughs> who yes. was that really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, talk to Archangel Michael about that one. Mm, okay. That's Thank what I you. think it was. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, um, for people listening and not to give away your book, because everybody should go and read that book. I can't wait to get it myself because it sounds, I just love your take on this and it sounds like such a helpful process. So I'll, I'll put everything below for everyone listening. The links to how to get Julie's book will be below, but how can you, how can people start that process on their own? Or what's a little overview of if someone's starting from a place, a lot of my audience are intuitive, um, starting to awaken and all this, but maybe haven't yet fully felt like they've identified their spirit team or don't know if they have a rock solid connection with their spirit team and their angels. How do we kind of start that process? Yeah. So the first one third of the book walks people through the step-by-step process of how you get into the energy that I call oneness. It's the energy of your soul. It's also the exact same vibration as God universe source. And What's interesting is Spirit would say, as I was writing this book, this is the way. Like, unless you're going to get into the highest vibration that is, what the universe, uh, universal language is, is energy, right? The language of God, universe, source is energy. They don't have to talk to communicate. They don't have to write anything down to communicate. They can communicate just through our mind. They can communicate by making us feel something within our body. And so because we're all so fast paced in our lives, so busy, it's really taking time to step into a different vibrational frequency, learning how to hold that vibrational frequency. Um, really cool person to have on the podcast, if you haven't yet, is um, Dr. Julia Mossbridge. She's really fascinating. She did her, uh, what do they call that, a doctoral dissertation or, or whatnot, um, in the study of love and time. And what she found is that in order to have that connection with the other side, or your intuition, she calls what I call oneness. Um, she says it's unconditional love, God's mm-hmm. unconditional love. And that when you step into this energy, again, scientifically, she shows how it is the way to connect with that voice. And so that connection is first and foremost, because people are always like, but how do you know, right? Like, how do you know that you're just not making it up? How do you know that it's not like all in your head? This is how get into the highest vibration that is learn how to make that connection. And then once you're connected, 
then starting to bring in the angels. So the rest of the book is like an angel dictionary that goes through the roles and responsibilities of each of your angels, how to know what signs they're showing you in your daily life. And, uh, you know, people said, make it just a, a book and a workbook, but I'm too ADHD that um, I never have the workbooks around when I need them. So it's a full book and it's a full workbook all in one so that you just have it there together. And um, you can make notes in the back of just knowing who's on your spirit team because you feel it, you hear it, you see it along the way as you're reading. And by the end, you get to the back. And you're like, okay, here's who's working with me got Archangel Gabrielle and she's helping me find my purpose and she shows me this sign and my grandpa's on my team doing this and he's showing me this sign and my dad's on my team and he's helping me with the podcast and he always shows me cardinals. Um, so it becomes a communication tool by the end that you can really use and utilize in your everyday life. Mm, I love that. And thank you on behalf of everybody for doing the book and the workbook in one. Cause I, <laughs> I hear you because sometimes you've got your journal and you got this, but then you're out and you don't have your journal and it's like, Oh my goodness, how do I, you know? So oh, I, know. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Oh, of yeah. course. So, um, that's, this is just so interesting. There's so many questions. Um, I was curious about the archangels and, just, I've actually haven't learned a lot about this. I've just intuitively picked up on, which is learning for me, but I'm curious your take on the archangels and their role and how they've never been human. And they're also available to all of us. All of us can connect. I mean, all of us could connect with anybody, but you know, how does that work? What's their role with humans? Why, why humans so much? And are they sort of more, yeah, anyway, I'll let you take it away. Just what is, what is with them and, and their interaction with us as humans? All right, I'm going to split this one up into kind of like different sections to like pull it all together because um, there's so many different facets and pieces to this. One part is I think that we look at Earth and the universe as being so huge, right? Like this world is so big and there's so many people and the universe and the multiverse is just massive. But what the angels say is that to God – the earth looks like a cell, right? Like you can't see a cell. It, it's that small. And the universe looks like a cell. You can't see it. It's just so small. Um, and so kind of having perspective of where we are versus the wholeness of all that is, is important to understand the angels. Because what they say is, God stacked the deck here for humans' favor, right? To have the angels working with them constantly. If you look at what the angels are, they are the embodiment. They are um, God, universe, sources, energy in a different being format, like you're in my soul, right? Here in human form. Um, but they're here to guide us, direct us, protect us. And then when you look at the angels too, another piece of this is the different choirs of angels. So they all have different purposes. The cherubs really help us get into and always hold the door open for us to get into that oneness, unconditional love energy. It's really us being able to connect to God's energy at any time, our own intuition. Um, so they hold the door open to us in that way, especially, you know, when you get stressed out or you have one of those days where you're like, nothing is going right for me. Um, that's where I go to my cherub angels and say, okay, guys, I need help with my energy today, my vibration. Can you just clear me out? Can you clear out my auric field energy? Let's do a reset energy wise. Um, come back to oneness. There's also the seraphim angels who really came in heavier and stronger into the world in 2011. And that was in order to bring the energy of divine feminine up to the same balanced space as where divine masculine is in the world today. And they're working with each of us to help bring out that divine feminine energy. There's also, you said about the archangels, there are all different archangels with very vastly different roles. So 
when you're coming home and awakening, what's happening? Your consciousness is splitting where you have the egoic mind, monkey mind chatters away all day. And now you can also be the observer of your thoughts. And a lot of people think that an awakening is almost like an event, right? Where it's like one and done, it just happens, but it doesn't. It's a journey because now you have to go back and like to your point at the very beginning, you have to unlearn and relearn so many different things. And Archangel Michael is right there helping you reprogram your thought process, your thinking process, your consciousness. Um, There's Archangel Gabrielle who really talks about purpose and how half of your purpose in this lifetime is your joy. And we don't focus on that. When we talk about purpose, a lot of times we talk about how your purpose is to serve. And a lot of people I found, I don't know about you, but they'll be scared or nervous to know their purpose because they think it's going to be something that God wants for them, but that they don't want for themselves. Like God is going to want me to be Mother Teresa, to go out and serve and live without any possessions. And that's not what I want for me. Mm -hmm. God did not send any of us here to do things outside of what we want for ourselves. Your purpose always aligns with what brings you joy. Mm -hmm. So I think if you kind of frame it that way, that that's kind of more my overall vision of the angels. Mm, Yeah, I love that. And I love thinking of this team helping earth, like helping us to wake up, I guess, in lack of better words, but just to come back to that oneness and to help us individually, but also as a collective and with the archangels with different specialties and different things that they kind of pull out of you or encourage you, help you with. Um, It's just so beautiful. Sometimes I feel I I see the like soul ages and I really do understand that at different times, we're all here for different things, but sometimes I feel really sad that there's so many people that have no idea of the support and so many people feel so alone. And I think that that leads to a lot of things like addiction and of course, suicide, all these different things, you know, depression, anxiety that they feel so alone, but we are such, we're so the opposite of alone. We're so supported on so many different levels, even if someone lives an experience that they don't have a lot of 3D support, um, people support. There's so many other levels, um, but it does take that process of coming closer and closer to that oneness energy to start to be able to receive the support that's there because it's subtle um, compared to when someone's yelling at you, talking to you, you know, it's really upfront. It's really obvious. Whereas the way it occurs to me is this spiritual guidance or this, these energies, it's more subtle. And because we have free will, we can override that with the feeling of, no, I'm alone and life isn't going the way I want. And we become so big in our head that that that's what it feels like. That seems real to us, but there's just so much support on so many different levels. Um, it's magical really. Oh, that's the right word for it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, what is your take on, um, in this sort of team and light, I like to call it the team of light because it's of all different, you know, realms, but what about, as we would say, like intergalactic family members or, you know, entities, beings, energy clusters from other planets or galaxies, what's your interaction with that or belief around that? So I think that there's a lot out there that, um, well, let me take a step back. I think that the human mind is fragile. And when you're going through a spiritual awakening, there could be a lot of turbulence along the way. could be a lot of up and down. And really what is right for one person isn't always right for another person in terms of their own spiritual awakening. What one person's mind can tolerate, another person's mind cannot. And so um, what the angels have talked about is just allowing people to go at their own pace and explore what they're comfortable with, that when it comes to spiritual awakening, you feeling like 
safe and secure in your own physical body is really number one and most important. Um, and you can see this play out today where just uh, we're in the year 2022 when we're recording this right now, just in January, there was a news article about a man in California state who um, murdered his children because he believed them to be of an alien lizard race. His mind wasn't able to tolerate knowledge of that sort and it cracked and he was on his way also to kill his spouse as well um he has since like reflected on this and talked about how he realizes that that wasn't great information for him to hone in on at the time so i really think it's about as healers how do we keep humanity safe as we're opening up people to different information. All angels are just direct beings of God. Like they are God, God's energy coming out and really helping us in various different roles for various different reasons. Your loved ones on the other side have nothing but love for you. You can't enter into heaven the other side without washing away all your karma from a lifetime. So you're just pure oneness, pure God energy when you're on the other side. They can never harm you. And so as long as you're connecting with, I think, all loving beings that are of God universe source that you know mentally are there to love you and that is it, just this message of love. There isn't anything that can harm you. Um, that's where I like to keep my community is in that safe space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point because to some people that would seem scary. To other people, mm -hmm. they're in a place or in, it's in their soul um, you know, plan or interest to find out more about their star family or whatever, whereas other people that's uncomfortable and actually won't serve them um, mm -hmm. because it could cause, you know, yeah, to feel unsafe or scared or worried about what that means or anything. So I really hear you in that. That's really beautiful because sometimes I see and sense just like shapes and Sometimes it's almost like they look like stars or it's really hard to describe energy, but sometimes I just, it's very obvious. It's not human or presenting human. It's mm -hmm. not presenting in any form that I recognize with my eyes or would recognize if it was physically in front of me. So sometimes I wonder about that. It's like energy clusters, sometimes little balls of fun, you know, little, I don't know, it's, it's sparks of energy, different things like that come forward. And I've always wondered that. Do you ever see it? Have you ever been outside like on a really, really hot day in the summer and the grill is going, maybe you're cooking something and uh, right above the grill is this energy of the heat coming off, but you don't see it as kind of any colors. It's like an iridescent shimmery kind mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. But you can almost see it move and swirl mm -hmm. at different times. Mm -hmm. There are times where I'll be out and about or in my house and there is no, nothing hot on, right? Mm -hmm. It's like in your living room. And I will see a swirl of that energy. That can be angelic energy. It can also be um lessons that need to come through or like messages. So I also stop in that moment and go, okay, clear sign guys. What do you need me to know right now? What are you trying to say? And if they need me to stop and do some automatic writing, spending that time with my spirit team during that day to channel through, what's the message in that? That's so cool. I'm like, oh yes, because there's times when I feel like I can see this is the place where this isn't going to sound crazy is my show and with you. So yeah. it, it's like, I see energy portals like swirling and it's often like against like a wall or something like that. And when I was younger, I used to think it was my eyes playing tricks and I'd kind of blink and try to clear my eyes, but it's like, I can see almost like that, like a heat wave, but it often kind of swirls. Yeah. And I just thought like, even as of, you know, last week, I just think, Oh, it's cause there it's because there's so much going on that we can't pick up on that. I look at 
at it like, oh, I'm just seeing other dimensions of energy that we don't normally see, but I've never really given it much thought. I've just been like, oh, there's that energy swirl popping through again. But it's interesting to think of like a lesson. When you said that everything ran through me, I got chills. I'm like, Oh, that's what that is. Or at least something, even saying we're here for you, we're here. What do you need? Or the frequency of love or just something coming through for me. I just kind of thought I was just seeing energy, um, which we are, but (laughs) yeah, that's really interesting. Everything can be a message. Everything can be a sign. Um, once you really start to learn this language between you and the other side, there's just so much that starts to come through and you realize you have this aha moment. They have been with me my entire life. And to your point before, we are so supported and so comforted and so guided. Um, There really isn't a reason to feel alone anymore. Mm, Yeah. That's beautiful. How does it occur to you when someone, for me, I might see it as they're a younger soul, or sometimes we're just going through a really dense time and we are shut off to the guidance, the opposite of like, okay, guides, what do you have for me today? Or, oh, cool, a sign. It's like shut right off. Um, What do you, not that we're ever disconnected, but I mean, the human has sort of closed the portal through what they focus on or what they're aware of or whatever. What do you see as their role then when you have all of these all of these beings and angels that kind of in some ways can't help you to the full capacity. Is there anything around that, that you see, or, you know, what do they do in that time? Are they just chilling around the water cooler waiting for you to ask? (laughs) (laughs) So you mean when a person is really kind of, um, shut off from the other side and that they're really coming from ego consciousness and they're not even aware of that spiritual side or that spiritual Mm -hmm. element. Yeah. And they're never asking. That's not really in their realm. What is your team sort of doing in that time or how are, are they still helping you for what they can? Yeah. So if you think of, uh, the seven plus billion souls that are here on earth at this time and, um, everybody is at a different point within their conscious evolvement where some people are, And it's very small percentage. Some people really live almost 100%, 99% from the intuitive consciousness, their soul's consciousness. Um, Very few people, I think, though, are at that level. A lot of us, maybe 10 to 15% of us, are more in this point of, Okay, we understand oneness, we understand not spiritually bypassing hard issues here on life, and we're trying to evolve the world by bridging consciousness, oneness, God frequency with being human here on earth and changing systems. The rest of humanity who really is not there, they're not bad. They're not worse. They're not different. They're just souls who have not awakened yet. And there will always be souls light years ahead of us. And there will always be souls that are kind of light years behind us. It's our job to seek information from the souls in front of us and to help pull the souls behind us forward um, with a humble mannerism that we are all equal. Um, For those souls who are not physically conscious, what the angels are really doing is working to open their consciousness as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And that comes through different lessons. Um, I was just working with a student today and she was saying to me, Julie, how do I block my egoic mind from ruining this experience for me? And I said, I'm not sure that that's the question that we should be asking. I think the question is, what is the lesson in all of this? And more so, what is the emotion that you're feeling in your physical body right now? Because you're trying to bypass feeling that emotion so that we get to the comfortable space. But it is really through feeling the discomfort, feeling the emotions that you're in right now, that we get to understand what the lesson is. So for people listening, if you're team is really trying to awaken your consciousness, what you will see play out in your physical life is that 
you're getting these situations happening over and over again, almost though it's like the exact same situation with a different person attached to it. So that could be somebody at work, that could be a relationship, that could be a family issue, um, something with a child, but the lesson is going to keep coming around in different ways. And really the lessons, the messages coming through, the angel stories, miraculous stories happening to you, it's all to awaken your consciousness. Yeah. I love that. It's like, depending on where you're at, sometimes you're not picking up on the signs or the clear, you know, you might not be pulling angel cards or you're doing your own intuitive practices, but they're still behind the scenes, helping you to open, helping that sort of crack where the light gets in happen um, and supporting you from behind the scenes. Cause to come back to your previous point about sometimes we're not always ready to receive information. There's a lot of people that they would be scared. Either they were brought up in certain, you know, certain beliefs or religious, you know, constructs or whatever, that if you said there's a team of light and angels all around you, like they would think you're talking voodoo, they would be right. terrified. So in that case, <laughs> your angels, the angels, your guides are not coming through trying to present themselves because it would actually scare them, but they can't go behind the scenes in your mind, help to rearrange life or to be so that you're still supported without fully maybe showing themselves or freaking you out a little bit. A hundred percent. You got it. Yeah. That, yeah. That's so cool. Um, beautiful. So as we wrap up, I would love to hear anything that you feel that you want to say on behalf of angels guides, um, for us, um, humans right now and coupled with that, which may be the same thing is what do they really want us to know right now in this time of global changes? I mean, we've just come out of COVID, although I guess it's still going on (laughs) somewhat, but this crazy time with that also just the energies, a lot of people are awakening a lot of there's new understandings and new things happening all the time. We are evolving. I can see that. And so is there something that they feel that they would like us to know in this time and to anyone who's listening to this, they're already on this path. So what do we need to know right now? Yeah. So we're in uh, like the end of October, kind of heading into November here. And um, the beginning of every new year, I do a podcast episode talking about angel messages for the next year. Mm -hmm. And what they say is for 2023, 2023 is the year of ease and relaxation. And I've been starting to put together like this podcast episode I was working before we jumped on the call here on it. And what they're talking about is um, that we're bringing more and more oneness into this earth and that 2023 for a lot of people is the year to learn how to get into that energy in the way that feels right to you, right? Um, There are people that call it presence. There are people that call it the now. Whatever it is that you want to call it, it's all the same thing. It's the highest vibrational frequency frequency that is. So learning how to get into that, hold that brings more ease into your life. And we have had so many rocky, turbulent years. You're right. Over the last couple, um, everybody needs an energy break. And what spirit said, and this is the way that they put it, you might still see things playing out in the news, right? Very different things happening around the world politically too. But what 2023 is about is about really staying settled in oneness and unconditional love within your being and having the capacity at the same time to view what's happening in the world um, without having to attach to the emotional vibrations that it pulls into your body, really staying in the oneness energy, processing, taking action where we need to take action, but from that place of oneness. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's my forecast. Thank you for that. It's actually, I mean, it's insane and it's, and it's 
not all that surprising at the same time, but even myself, the last few months, I've been diving way into deeper levels of unconditional love and having that be the route that I'm healing. Cause I know a lot about subconscious reprogramming and using your intuition. And sometimes there's things that are still, we get caught in those reality loops. We get caught in those same things playing over and over. So I've been diving really deep into that unconditional love, bringing that to my clients, things like a Ponopono prayer and different, just beautiful ways of deeply receiving love and loving ourselves. And so as you're saying that, I'm like, that is what I've got going on for 2023 for sure, because I feel that time to relax. And in that relaxation is also receiving. I think a lot of people think relaxation is passive. It's doing nothing. It's like, so my business won't move forward because I'm just going to be on vacation for the year. It's like, no, no, No. actually we get to receive so much in that state of love and calm rather than control or force. Yeah. A hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head. No, we will see huge progress forward. I think that people will make bigger emotional, physical, um, spiritual strides in 2023 than probably the last five years combined. It's just um, the energy is completely different for 2023. 2023. It's a very, very high vibration. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like too that you said we we need a bit of a break or a rest. And I just thought of when someone works really hard or they're building this business or they've had a baby and they're, you know, constantly going, going, like we do need that off time, that rest time, that vacation or retreat feel in our life, just taking a bath, you know, chilling with a book or getting away or, you know, on a very human level, it's obvious we need that or else what we get sick, we get run down, our nervous system suffers. So as a whole, whole, we also need a good year of that (laughs) permission to rest next year. You know, it's like, we do need that because we all have been going, 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 whether it's focused on growth or it's been a reaction to what's going on in the world or having children, you know, just, we've all been really busy. And I, I love that permission to also chill a little bit too. Yeah. It's so funny that you say that because, um, this summer I spent about 10 hours working every week on the business, but had the best, you know, months of like the last four years of my business. And over the past two weeks, I've gotten done everything that I wanted to do. Um, you know, pretty much like six months worth of work in two weeks. And so it's amazing how they can pull you through different energy waves as well, that when they need you to rest, um, allowing the egoic mind to rest too, and not be like, but you should be working, but you should be working. No, this is my time to rest because another energy bubble is going to be coming in and that's my time to be productive. Mm -hmm. Um, And this rest is going to bring through the ideas that I need. Cause that's another big thing about angels. They don't just give you something like, boom, here's dinner right in front of you. When it comes to the lessons and the messages in your life and what they need you to be working on in the future, what they do is have you marinate on it. So mm-hmm. in those times of rest, you are really marinating on what they're going to have you do in those times of work. And so when I was working during, during those two weeks and it was very productive, everything that I needed, I had been marinating on in the background all summer long. Right. Mm-hmm. In that time when you were taking 10 hour work weeks and yeah, yeah, I so hear you in that. And I did not get that for the first six years of my business. I'm like, but we just have to keep going harder and realizing <laughs> things now where I'm like, I'm just going to trust. I'm going to trust. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that program, I already created this training that would be perfect to put in the, pro-. like there's things I've already done, like you're saying, or marinated on or started creating already that I realize, oh, I'm farther ahead than I thought, but that doesn't come in the energy of control or pushing or hustling. It comes in the energy of reflection of marinating. I love that, which is also integration of that unconditional love integration of the receiving mode of the rest. Cause we don't just hear you need to rest and be like, sure, I'll do it later. But for now I've got all this stuff to do. It's like, you actually have to integrate rest (laughs) in order to actually receive it. (laughs) Yes. I think that's such a huge piece. You're right. 
Yeah, that's so beautiful. Oh, this is such a good conversation. And I cannot wait to read your book and listen more to your podcast, hear those angel stories and everything that you have to bring to us. So um, I'll put all the links below, as I said, but where's the best place for people to reach out to you? What do you have going on? How would someone work with you or receive your message even more? Yeah, thank you. So we have the podcast and the book. They're both titled the same, Angels and Awakening. Um, You can find them both anywhere you find podcasts or books. Um, You also can go over to theangelmedium.com. And what we have coming up in 2023 is the angel membership that walks you through uh, really all of my past courses, workshops, healings. There's hundreds of hours of content in there. And then we're walking through a brand new program that's to bring people into ease in 2023. So there's almost a new meditation here, healing or clearing for every week of next year. Um, If they want to learn how to develop all of their spiritual gifts, I also have the Angel Reiki School and I am on Instagram at Angel Podcast. Mm, Thank you. I cannot wait to dive into all that. That sounds like a beautiful um, membership. And I just want to say being in business, I also help a lot of entrepreneurs. It's beautiful to see you so aligned with what you're offering. Like you're receiving this energy for next year and aligning your offerings with what we know the energy is going to be instead of, and for any of you entrepreneurs, you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes we just do what we think we should do. And like, oh, I need to do a money course and oh, I need to do this, but you tuning into what's coming up and how can I best support people moving forward is really you in that mission and really taking your own medicine and being, you know, receiving the energy and supporting us through that. So I just love how aligned that is. People are going to need it. People are going to love it. Um, It's so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. You get my heart. (laughs) Yeah. Yay. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much, Julie. Everybody make sure to check all the links below, listen to the podcast and grab her book. This sounds so incredible. I can't wait. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a joy. Thank you for the blessing of letting me be here. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I genuinely hope that it helped you in your life and it inspired you. If you want to find more from me and my guests, make sure to check the link in the show notes, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook. I am at Talia Joy Manifestation. Make sure to take a screenshot that you're listening to the show. Come and tag us over on Instagram. Let us know your takeaways. We love to hear about people manifesting their dream lives. So make sure to check the link in the show notes. There are also some free goodies down there for you. I'll see you in the next episode.